0: Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple, rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy, and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Have you ever gone out of your way? To do something for others, and maybe continuously doing some, do something for others, to please others, to keep everybody happy, while on the inside you are stressed, overstretched, and overworked. Hmm. I see you, my friend. In this episode, we're going to talk about people pleasing and some strategies to part with it or start working that way in that direction. This comes from a people pleaser in the past. I definitely do not call myself that. This is not like a perfectionism for me. This has been something where I had to cut it clear and dry because I realized that people pleasing was one of the reasons why I burnt out three times in my career. Mind you, I believe that people pleasers are some of the nicest, most kindest, and helpful people you can possibly find. They never say no. You can rely on them. They're very responsible. They want you to be happy. Who does not want someone to who wants them happy? right? They put you first. They put you first, and they don't put themselves first. They're always available. They always will scramble the last efforts. They'll give you the shirt off their backs to support you to take care of you. Truthfully, people pleasers struggle with many issues. (laughs) And especially I feel like in nowadays, it's burnout is one of those things. Often people pleasers have this beautiful strategy of denial and um, like basically not admitting that they have a problem, right? And then they often feel guilty and feel, if you are a people pleaser, you often feel selfish. You often feel Guilty because you want to do all of it. You want to help others. You want to make their lives better. And sometimes you will go, and oftentimes you'll go out of your way to do something you're not even responsible for. And things I faced as a people pleaser, I had this constant fear of rejection. Okay, I have some anxiety over attachment since I was a child, which again I'm not. I'm healed through that, through that, and from that. But I was so scared to disappoint others. I was one of those people who will mull over details of saying no to someone for a long time, right? Like rejecting others, so saying no to them, helping of helping them. And I also feel like the other side of people pleasing for me was I was so indecisive. I knew what I wanted, but I was afraid to fully express it. That's why I struggled with setting healthy boundaries. And I had a good friend when I moved here. I've heard, You've heard about him many, many times on this podcast because he was my American father figure. Um, the guy died almost six years ago from cancer. I lost him to cancer. He was one of the dearest friends I've ever had in my life. If you were to have one friend like that in your life, I just wish that for you because the guy was also people pleaser <laughs> and sometimes people pleasers unite, but I remember how I had such a hard time spending a lot of time with him. He was needy in terms of attention and he was also extremely generous and kind with his attention, his support, his resources, his people. He was the person who everybody knew in the, I lived in Watertown, New York, so everybody knew him in Watertown and nearby he was just like the go-to guy. But I also felt like when we were spending a lot of time at some point, I started feeling almost suffocated from attention and this lot of care. But a people pleaser in me wanted to feel like I needed to devote more time to thank him, to be grateful, to and I started losing balance. I started losing balance, started taking care of myself less. I started being resentful. And these are the negative consequences of people pleasing. You probably experience them if you experience people pleasing, if you know what that is. And you just start enjoying people less, starting enjoying activity less, and you start being more stressed and more kind of feeling down over time, especially if you've been struggling with this for a long time. This comes in seasons, right? It's not like you're going straight to depression. But often it means that, you may not even be clear. Some people are not clear on their desires. I was clear on my desires, but I had a hard time expressing them. And in my male to female relationships or romantic partnerships in the past, I was taken advantage of. I was taken advantage of as a nice girl, as a kind girl. I was asked unreasonable things and I was doing unreasonable things and just had a hard time rejecting rejecting people and setting boundaries and saying, okay, this is not okay. I will never forget that was the last drop in my journey. And as you know, my journey started with health, right? But a lot of it was around mindset. A lot of it it was around respect and boundaries. I will never forget how I was dating the guy who actually broke up with me two months later and said, I'd have a new girlfriend. Literally a week later, said, move to Alaska. Found a new girlfriend. <laughs> ending our relationship. But he found a new girlfriend. Anyways, ridiculous. I prepared a very nice surprise for this guy. And I was texting him for his birthday. He, it was like his big 3-year-old birthday. And I literally was telling him, I'll be there in an hour. I have, you know, your home. What's the plans? Whatever. I was on the way to celebrate his birthday and I come to his house, and his mom was an alcoholic, and he was a recovering or struggling alcoholic in a hiding, and I come to his house, and lights are off, and he's home, right, he's at home, and the lights are off, and I have this huge bag with presents in it, and balloons, and cake, and whatever that was, and nobody opens the door, and I stand there, and it's cold and dark. And I, I am this girlfriend who brought a surprise to her boyfriend and for his birthday. And I am being rejected because I've been always so nice. And this was it for me. This was such a disrespectful gesture that from then, that point, I have never allowed anybody to act like this towards me. Those people are just gone from my life or they are they're going to hear about it. And I'll take action to set different boundaries. I've never allowed anybody to breach my boundaries in such manner. And I'm sharing this with you not to like be, oh, the guy was an asshole and I was nice. No, I'm sharing this with you if you can compare and come up with, with, with examples of your people pleasing where you are less important than the person in front of you let me delineate between something here as well. A boyfriend is not the same as your child. It's not the same as your mom. It's not, it's not the same. It's still humans. It's different relationships and it can apply to different relationships. But I also realized that healthy boundaries are needed everywhere. My mom recently has been really bringing up topics of transgender people and how in Russia they go to jail and they get huge fines and how um, the Ukrainian war is affecting people and how I'm not patriotic and all of that stuff and you know this stuff does not make me happy especially as a counselor in training I have to stay in neutral position so my news boundary instead of making my mom happy because I'm a good daughter and I agree with her I started shifting topics and I started asking her, can we please not talk about this? Because this upsets me. I will hear you out, but do not expect me to agree or, you know, confirm or validate your points because people will want that from you. If you've given them this for a year, they're going to give you hell when you start establishing your boundaries. So after dating that guy, and when I started dating again, boy, did I respect myself. Did I see a red, if I saw a red flag, goodbye. If I saw something that somebody was not willing to hear and listen and be on the same page with me, not in agreeing with everything, but just hearing, this is my core value. I'm sorry, you can't disrespect me like this. You can't talk to me like this. And for example, my husband knows, like even if we argue and if it's a passionate argument, He knows better. We can throw an F word around and we can like cuss out things indirectly, but he knows that he will never, ever, ever call me names. He will never, ever, um, say a couple of cuss words that I absolutely cannot stand. So there are going to be no, um, like this is a no go. He knows that I'll basically just like collect my stuff and leave (laughs) if it, it was to get to that point. Why I'm sharing this with you, if you're listening to this and you're realizing that your life is on hold because you're saying yes to others, but you're literally saying no to yourself, it's time to part with this. And then where where the hell do I start, Anya, right? Like this has been years in the making. This is who I am. I am a nice girl. I do want others happy, but I gained 40 pounds. I literally have a client sign up right now so who's going through something very, very similar and um, being the caregiver and just, just showing up for others so much, so heavily and all the time and not showing up for herself. At some point, it will hit you. And it's, I hope it's going to be a good hit because from there, you're going to have an upward spiral, an upward spiral towards yourself, towards being honest with yourself. You don't like this shit. Like, why do you allow others to do this? When I was 16, my mom was always saying um, that, oh, you're so selfish. And again, my mom had her own challenges. She loves me dearly, and I love her dearly. But I had to repair myself from a lot of stuff my mom did to me and for me. (laughs) So she would say, oh, you're so selfish. You are ready to run over to your friends when, you know, in the night, in the middle of the night, and give them whatever attention and comfort they need. But you're not going to help me around the house. But honestly, you will always do this towards and to people who will give you something back that is enough to validate you and feel you warm and fuzzy on the inside. Because otherwise, why would you be doing this? Two-sided relationships go both ways. You have to give and you get. But if you end up just giving, giving, giving and sacrificing everything, it's not going to go far. So I want to share a few things with you to Start partying with people-pleasing tendencies. And if you don't have a therapist, I'm not one yet. I can't help you there, but I am a coach who is qualified to teach you habits and who's qualified to teach you how to talk to yourself differently. So the first thing I got to do when I started partying with pleasing people in 2012, I started getting to know myself. I actually started spending a lot of time alone. I started working through journals, I started working through understanding my worth. I started working on myself to understand my core strength. Like, who am I really? Not how people see me. Like, who am I without them? What are my values? And some of my values to this day, they still stand. But before, I couldn't stand up for myself. I felt like, well, I can't. I'm nobody or what if they stop loving me, or if they stop liking me, or if they stop being in my life? What if I lose them? The worst fear, obviously. But to understand it, like my values were integrity and honesty and respect and kindness and hard work. Guys, I parted with so many people because of that. Like if you if you're not willing to put in the work and the, even the friendship relationship with me, and the coaching relationship with me, in the partnership and Whatever shape or form, if you're just willing to be in this light level, surface level, I'm not your girl. I have very few people in my life I call my closest people, and that is for a reason because I do believe the grit and the integrity of relationships and the loyalty and the kindness in them, and as well as mutual growth, are extremely important. To me, that's it. Like, that's it. If you're not willing to grow with me, And I'll ask my girlfriends, like, okay, what kind of shit we need to go get through together (laughs) so we can can become better friends because all relationships need that strain. They need the discomfort. And if it's only people pleasing relationships only have the discomfort on your side of things, another person is just benefiting from you. You are the one who is distressed, overstretched, and overworked and burnt out. So when I realized that, and this episode may sound like, you know, I'm a selfish bitch telling you to like cut it off with everybody and set boundaries and da. da, da. No, I come from the place of love and self-love and respect. If you're facing any circumstances, any any consequences of the lack of their, those things, the aforementioned things, you know what to do. You know exactly where to start. So getting to know yourself, getting to know who you are. It may not be solo trips like Aya is doing all the time. It might be just sitting down with yourself and literally taking the stress strength finding test, maybe looking at your core values. I'm going to tag a couple of tests for you so you go, go and explore. The second thing I wanted to share is boundaries. Yes, you will need to say a bunch of no's, and you, first you need to get clear on who do you want to say no to, who's pushing your boundaries, who's pushing your limits. And if you need a little bit of time, if you need to stall people because you're still doubting and questioning everything and fearful and need time to think, that's okay. If someone is asking you to do a favor you're not comfortable with, tell them, let me think about it. I'll get back to you in three hours. That's it. There are no emergencies. Rarely we have an emergency that you have to say yes to. And if that's an emergency, of course, go say yes to it. Because your commitment is going to just this smaller commitment is going to give you an options, right? For later time. And then you you can evaluate. And we're by default saying yes. Like as a people pleaser, I was saying yes to everything. I still, sometimes I'll find those little voices in my head. I'm like, why did I say yes to this? And I'll come back and I tell the person, look, I overstretched myself. I overcommitted because I have a choice. I have a choice to say yes or no. And if I feel like this is pushing my health limits, this is pushing my mental health limits, this is not what I want to do anymore. Fuck it. If you don't want to do this anymore, don't, okay? People who love you will understand you. Sometimes I felt like in the past I was manipulated by many people and people will try to manipulate you. They'll make you the center of their universe because they have something from you. They need to request it from you. But it's going to be up to you to set the priorities, right? So the second thing I want you to think about, those priorities and boundaries around them. Who, If you are important and if you want to work out first thing in the morning, this is your boundary and this is your priority. If someone is going to step into that time, no. Locked and loaded, plan to go, find a way and say no. Minimize the time, do whatever, adjust the way you need to, but do it for you. Because that's how we let go of ourselves. That's how we say, oh, everything else is important. And then we look at our lives and we're like, well, how come I'm so unhealthy and struggling and stuck? Or how come my relationship has fallen apart? Or how come my kids don't see me because I'm everywhere else helping? Whatever. Just silly examples. You will need to, step number three, you will need to overcome your fears. You can be direct. Someone taught me this. Gosh, I can't remember who said this either Gabby Bernstein or, um, yeah, Gabby Bernstein, she talks about being direct and kind. You can be direct and so close to your truth. And at the same time, you can be kind. You will need to overcome the fear of fallout with that person because it will be there. And honestly, if they fall out of your life, they're not meant to be there. Or maybe it's going to be in a different kind of season with them, different kind of relationships. But you need to say say your truth, speak your truth, be close to your truth, and share your feelings about it. That's another thing. I remember how one of my friends in Georgia, Bethany, she, I asked her to participate in one of the summits I hosted. And she was like, she's a big Enneagram fan. And she was like, Anya, I love you. I'm going to have a hard time doing this as an Enneagram three, but I have to tell you, no, thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate you and I can't participate in your summit this time. And then she sends me a follow-up text after the official text saying, oh my goodness, this was so hard to say. Thank you for letting me practice this. This was such a cute example from her. I really appreciated her practicing it and sharing her feelings about it, right? Like I, in the season of life, I'm putting myself first. I'm putting my family first. I can't be everything to everyone and uh, practice it, practice it because, like any exercise, you will find yourself, some days you'll be high motivation, some days you'll be low motivation, sometimes you'll never wanna go to a gym again. Some days some will push your boundaries and you'll slide all the way back and you'll say yes to everything. But ask yourself, what do I want? Is this, is this aligned with what you want, how you see this? It is important to have, like I was mentioning in the boundaries, it's important to know who are your people, you'll just drop everything and run for, and help them, for me, it's my family, for me, it's my best friends, for me, it's maybe a few people in my community that I will just literally get up in the middle of the night and go for them, wherever they are, and help them. But it's not everybody, right? People pleasers have this amazing quality of trying to be everything for everybody, and then they find themselves so empty, depleted, exhausted, and honestly, unfulfilled, so I talked about many things and I did, I'm going to go over strategies again so you don't get confused because there's a lot of stuff I threw it there, at you there. Get to know who you are, set boundaries, stay close to the truth, overcome your fears and share your feelings with people. You don't have to share your fears with someone you're setting the boundary with, but share share how you're feeling and put yourself first because nobody else will. And I can hear you rolling your eyes and thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's going to do this for me? Well, you know what? Not everything is urgent and important. And if somebody doesn't do this for you or whatever this is, is not important. All right. But if it's important, you'll get it done. But other unimportant things will fall off your plate. And letting go of that control is also a great feeling. Because you're only in charge of things that you're responsible for. You're not In charge, you're not responsible for people's happiness. You might be responsible to them. Thank you, Robin, my best friend, who taught me this. You're not responsible for them. You are responsible to them. To be a kind citizen, to be a great daughter. But also remember that this will be a great area where people pleasing can take over, and you'll be want to be very nice, right? You're very kind and the best person for them. You can be seen, heard, and loved differently without other people validating you. Just because you are, because you exist, because you're allowed to take space in this world, because you're you're badass, and because once you start respecting yourself, others will reciprocate too. At least that's what I learned when I started my journey, and I'm still learning this, and sometimes life will throw a grenade at me. Like last year, when I was leaving my weightlifting team and I had a whole situation with my closest girlfriend at that time, who didn't choose me as the most important thing in her life and chose something different. And you know what? For me, that was a boundary breaking core value, integrity, honesty, and many, many challenges there. So I had to shut down that relationship and unfortunately moved on not without painful feelings and uh, regrets, but um, yeah, that's life, okay? We can't have it all at the same time, but we can love ourselves and respect ourselves enough to have a healthy relationship, to still take care of ourselves, and to feel fulfilled in this world, making it a better place. I love you so much, and I hope you're going to tune in to the next week's episode. It's going to be a juicy one. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon.